Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome to this episode of CEO on the Go. I'm glad that you're here and I hope that your week is going well. One of the best things about doing this podcast is that I get to do it my own way, for better or worse. (laughs) When I first envisioned what the podcast could be, I knew I wanted it to be a place that leaders could tune into to explore a lot of the emotional issues that are associated with leadership that are inevitable uh, in any kind of leadership role. That's where most of the personal growth happens. You can find a lot out there on how to grow your business, develop strategies, increase productivity, develop your culture. And we do touch on those issues in some other episodes, but I really wanted to explore those issues that aren't talked about as much elsewhere, because I know that uh, those are some of the issues that can be most challenging. Leaders are human. And so I think that that's something that's important to to note and to, to own. And when you think about CEO, you know, the name of the podcast, CEO on the go, even if you're not actually a CEO in your business, you are the CEO of your life. And I think it's important to own that title for yourself and to see that your work is actually a part of your life, that you truly are in charge, that you have more choice and more control than you might realize. So today I wanted to talk more specifically about those times when you feel like you've lost control, when you're hit with sudden news that you didn't anticipate. It could be news that stings just a little bit, or it could knock the wind out of you. When it happens, it doesn't feel good. And most of the leaders I I know like being in the role because they like to have a sense of control and influence. They're used to taking charge. But recently I've had a number of clients who've experienced those unfortunate moments when something very surprising happens, it catches them off guard, something very unsettling. And so that's my motivation for creating this episode. I know if you are one of my clients who's experiencing that, you know that I'm talking to you. So I hope that you'll find this time together to be really valuable. So here's some examples that have occurred in real life situations not that long ago. One example, a longtime business partner leaves unexpectedly. The CEO didn't see it coming. And that's not unusual, by the way, because often the person at the top is so insulated that they're not getting the communication or feedback that they need up the line. That's a topic for another episode, probably. In another case, the founder and CEO of a large organization left without warning, leaving everyone else stunned. And the leaders in that organization all over the country were left having to do damage control. I think that there was a huge issue of betrayal in that case of not really understanding who the CEO truly was. In another case, top leader received an unexpected announcement about an immediate organizational restructure. No discussion, no warning. Another example, the examples keep on coming. Another client was blindsided by a strategic alliance partner, someone that they had trusted for years that threw them under the bus. Another example was a senior leader who was forced to make a new hire for his team that wasn't necessarily the best fit, but his hands were tied in the selection process. And you know, that's especially difficult when you feel like you're at the mercy of forces beyond your control in an organization, uh, and you feel like you're being forced to accept a decision that's been made that you don't necessarily support. 
And then one last example that applies to a number of leaders that I know who have just hit the wall suddenly. They're strong, capable leaders who just decided to step away and take some time off to regroup. And this is happening to leaders I know in different industries. And I think healthcare is being hit especially hard right now. So if you're experiencing surprises like these, you're not alone. And I've got some suggestions on what you can do or think about to make the situation or the experience a little less painful. So here are some tips. When that happens to you, take a pause, take a breath, and allow whatever emotions you're having to just come up. doesn't necessarily need to be in front of your team. In fact, I wouldn't recommend that. But you do need to just allow the emotions to come up. I'm a big fan of name it and claim it. Name that emotion. Don't judge it but recognize it. So you might be feeling uh, emotions like anger or resentment, helplessness, powerlessness. We'll be talking about power on an upcoming episode. You might be feeling disappointment, distrust, betrayal, sadness, hurt, or even fear. You're human. And so that's a good thing. More problems arise when you try to show up as someone who you're not, uh, when you're trying to show up as someone who you think you should be when you're simply trying to push through just to keep going. It's important to acknowledge your own feelings and emotions and to not try to be superhuman. Number two is to talk about feelings with people that you trust, like family or friends or a mentor, coach, advisor. Processing out loud can give you a lot of the clarity and support that you need. Sometimes I recommend uh, writing down whatever it is that's on your mind as a way just to, to process whatever's happening. Ideally, it's good to do that in an environment that's not your norm. I talk about that a lot, about the importance of just getting out of where you are normally so that you can think differently and process differently. So if you have the opportunity to do that, that can be helpful too. And number three, be as transparent as possible with your team. Employees crave transparency. And so you might say something like, this caught me off guard, but I'm trying to find the best approach now. Or this decision isn't easy for me to deal with, but I'm figuring out the best next steps. You're actually showing strength and transparency. And in many cases, there's a ripple effect that's felt by the team. So just acknowledging their feelings is just as important. Um, By the way, speaking of transparency, we did a great episode a few months ago called The Power of Leadership Transparency. It was my conversation with CEO Chuck Swoboda. So I encourage you to check that one out too if you're interested in learning more about leadership transparency. I will include a link to that episode in the show notes. Here's some suggested questions to ask yourself. And these are actually questions that I ask myself. You know, I've been blindsided. I've been treated unfairly, caught off guard. I've been hurt and disappointed many times. So these are some of the questions, the go-to questions that I like to keep in front of me. And I'll go through just six of them for the sake of time. There are many more, but these are, these are some really great questions. One, who do I want to be in this situation? You know, that's a, that's a different question from what should I do, which is where our mind naturally goes. You know, when something bad happens, what should I do now? Instead, ask, who do I want to be in this situation? How do I want to show up? Like, is it somebody who's calm, centered, clear? encouraging. Maybe you want to show up as bold, fearless. Who do I want to be in this situation? That's question number one. Number two, how can I see this situation differently? Yeah, that's a great reframing opportunity because we're often seeing the situation in the same way over and over, just replaying it, ruminating about it, talking about it to other people. So you get kind of stuck in that story, whereas if you can say to yourself, how can I see the situation differently, you might be able to have a totally different outlook on whatever's happening. Number three, 
What empowering beliefs can I hold? You know, when you are hit out of the blue with something that you didn't see, it's easy to go to thoughts like, I can't believe I didn't see it. What was wrong with me? Or now I'm doubting my own leadership ability. But if you can shift those kinds of thoughts to thoughts like, I trust that I can handle whatever happens, even if I don't see what's coming, that's a much more empowering belief. And like I said before, writing them down can be reinforcing. Number four, what will matter a year from now? Now, that's a great question because it helps put the issue in a bigger perspective. If you really think about what will this matter a year from now, somehow it just makes that episode, that situation, that experience a little less painful when you can see it in a bigger context like that. Here's an interesting question. Number five, I don't know if you're, you're going to be able to get this one, but I encourage you to try to, to hold this question. Really think about it. What if nothing is wrong? What if nothing is wrong? This can be hard to internalize when you see such clear evidence that this is not right. But what if you could think this is actually supposed to happen for a reason that I may not understand right now? So I encourage you to think about that question. You know, and here's another kind of interesting exercise you might want to try. Think of yourself in third person as you're describing your story, whatever it is that's going on. You know, in my case, I might say, so this is the part of the story when Gail has to make a decision that she didn't want to make, or this is the part of the story where there was a little twist. It's as though you're talking about yourself, getting out of yourself so much instead of being stuck in your story so much. So that's just another technique that you might want to try. And then finally, number six, what is the view I'm choosing? What is the view I'm choosing? We get to choose our view about what happens. Sometimes we forget that, that we do have choice about how we want to view things and how we want to respond. So one last thought, when something bad happens out of the blue, you can spend a lot of time stewing about it, blaming, criticizing with good reason. I think that's a natural response. Or you can consider the experience an opportunity to better understand yourself, own mind, and what you really want, what you will and what you won't settle for. Believe that you'll be better through the experience in some way. Maybe you'll be better prepared the next time. And yes, there will be a next time. Maybe you'll make sure that you never treat your team the way that you've been treated. Maybe you'll be energized to become a better, stronger version of yourself. One thing is for sure, you get to decide. I hope this short episode has been helpful. Be sure to share this episode with someone else who may be experiencing something difficult like this. Maybe they're dealing with some kind of negative news that they didn't anticipate. Reach out to me if you'd like to discuss your own situation. We've got some interesting interviews coming up in future episodes, so stay tuned for that. Until next time, I hope you have a great rest of the week doing the work that matters to you. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, feel free to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. Be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn or visit workmatters.com. You might also want to check out the Social Movement TV show, a bold new docuseries that brings together entrepreneurs from all over the world to solve impossible world problems. I'll be featured in season two, and you can learn more by visiting workmatters.com forward slash social movement. Until next time, keep growing as a leader and doing the work that matters to you.